Welcome to iHeartGeek. And welcome to another episode of iHeartGeek. If you guys were privy to the conversations we have before we start recording. (laughs) I'm I'm Dub. I'm here with... Courtney and I'm here with Skeeter and oh my gosh uh, we had a, a last second switch out so there's only three of us today but we're gonna truck on through and I think we have an excellent episode for y'all so they, we actually talk about got, my boyfriend we have gotten more feedback from people when we say you know what kind of episodes you like that people like these research deep dive into character um, oh, yeah. episodes so we have never done Captain America, and we figured it's time because you know why? Why okay. haven't we done Captain America? I don't know, but it's America's that seems birthday, so, so weird. it's a good time. It is. It is <laughs> and, a good time, and it's his 80th birthday or anniversary. Yeah, birthday 80th or... anniversary. No, March is his birthday, but it's in Manhattan. Uh, in nineteen, yeah, thanks, Marvel. Um, in nineteen forty-one is when he. Nineteen forty-one was like a big superhero year. It was because well, we got that fostered we got Wonder in Woman, the Golden Age. Yeah, we got Wonder Woman. We got Green Arrow, whose eightieth birthday is this year too. We go. We got um, a rich. We got Alan Scott, Green Lantern. Yeah, I mean, yeah. and I think did we get did Batman was Batman forty-one no, or forty? No, Batman I, is a little older. Yeah, I think he's either 40. Batman and Superman, I think, are the... Superman's 39. Yeah, Superman's 39. Namor's 38. But yeah, 41 was a year for a lot of our iconic characters to show up. Yeah. Across both DC and Marvel. So yeah. let, let me tell you about what's going to go on with this episode. We are doing just a deep dive. We all researched the heck out of Captain America. Um. We're talking the comic version. We're talking the movie version. We're talking the horrible TV version. We're talking everything that is Captain America. That 1980s version of the movie, which was awful. Oh, it was so, it was, it was so gloriously bad. Which you can watch it. You can stream it if you want to see how bad it is. Which the I, TV show. Oh, yeah. Just yeah. like Spider-Man, the TV it didn't show. Work. Well, they never had the money for it. <laughs> So t- today's show is brought to you by ICE. It's a heck of a way to extend your career. Oh, but um, but um, but um, bum. So before we begin, I do want to say we had just the most fantastic um, review on iTunes for us. And mm-hmm. if you are listening, contact us, and we have some stickers for you. In fact, if you guys write a great review, five star review for us, and it's, it catches our attention, let us know. Like screenshot it and send it to us because we definitely will get you a sticker or something because we really appreciate you guys getting the word out and um it's tweetster something like that um just a fantastic review and we really really appreciate it now before we start click your like button and then and do your subscribe okay now you are got your seatbelt on you're ready to go let's go on this let's talk cap so we are talking all things cap um we will be our primary focus is on Steve Rogers. Um, let's be honest, we don't like most of the rest of the guys that took on we the We do mantle. like Falcon. We do we like, like Falcon. Falcon. But, he, he, but to me, he's still Falcon. And I those think are the only Falcon two, is an important character. Those are two, those are my two favorite caps, yep. Steve and Falcon. So we will be talking high and points. And I didn't yeah. Well, we will be talking high points, how he actually um, every time there is a Captain America comic, I believe that 
um, enlistment in the army went up for, for a certain certain point. It went up like 5% every time there was a new story arc that came out. That's Everybody how big an influence Captain America had. Yeah. And we're going to be talking about the bad stuff, the later years, a little bit. We don't want to gripe about it, but, you know, the Hail Hydra, Captain America, which is the worst storyline, I think, in comic history. I hate that more than I hate the scrolls. Yeah, I'm not sure that's true. You really hate the scrolls. I really like you hate yeah, you, the scrolls you. with the power of a thousand fiery suns. I yeah. stopped reading Captain America after the Hail Hydra. I'm I'm trying to figure out the 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 level of hate for the scrolls versus uh, versus Natalie Portman. I don't know. It's, it's no pretty, Brie Larson. Brie Larson or or Brie Larson. Yeah, if only the they hatred. Act. But see, whole, I, I don't hate, hate them unconditionally. I don't hate them unconditionally. I just hate them as long as they can't act. If they can put in a good performance, I'd be in. All right, boys. Let's yep. get back on the Captain. <laughs> okay, let's move back to Captain America. <laughs> okay, so let's discuss, in our opinion, why is Captain America such an amazing, memorable character? Um, and, and a caveat to that, when was the first time you remember connecting with Captain now, I'll, and I'll tell you mine, for some reason, um, you know, I, I, I don't remember a time that there wasn't a Captain America comic book around my room somewhere, mm-hmm. but I remember connecting with them because they had those, um, I think, four and three quarter inch uh, superhero toys. They had Green Lantern. They had a bunch of them, but they also had some Marvel ones. And I had the Captain America and I and I had him and I had Iron Man and I connected with the Captain America as a kid. I remember this is cool. The way, the way the lines are, the red, white, and blue, you look at him and you know what he stands for. And then you have Iron Man is like, he's a robot. Okay. As a kid, that's Guess why- which one I had, <laughs> but as a kid, that's why that's part of why I connected. Um, mm-hmm. Because I mean, even, you know, I, I think the suit is a big part of it. It is. You, know, you look at it and you know what he's about. There is no question. I think that's a big part of it. Um, let's start with you, Skeeter. Why do you think he's so iconic and why? when did you connect with him? I connected, um, I mean, I loved riding bikes as a kid, like mm-hmm. BMX. If we could get out on dirt bikes and three-wheelers and stuff as a kid, that was always cool to me. Um, one of the toys that I had, um, I remember... Uh, going to there was a store over there across from it might have been Kmart um, in here in Reading and the the had that Captain America like trick toy and like you put the the cord into the back tire little teeth thing and you pulled it out really fast and you set it down and he would jump off of things and you know he was just Captain America like it flew off the jumps and I just that was awesome to me and like he was indestructible like you could do whatever you wanted with him but that was around the same time as that really you know hardcore 80s version of captain america tv show and it was just <laughs> awesome like he was a he like he was yeah. a he was he was just this guy that was just genuinely good and he was strong and he fought for those who couldn't fight for themselves. And I kind of wanted to be that way. You know, I kind of wanted that life and that's where I connected to him. Fair enough. What about you, Courtney? 
Um, I I think like what what made him what made him so popular was that he came along, and I think we've talked about this before when we talk about heroes in general. He came a, along at a time when people needed a hero. They needed somebody who could do the things that they the average person could not do you know so like punch hitler and Mm -hmm. fight the nazis and i mean so you know he came around just at the right time but the thing is is he's endured because of the very things that brought him out in the 40s to begin with doing the right thing um defending your country and your family and those you care about um and then i mean it's it they touch on it in the first avenger movie is with Steve Rogers in particular, Steve is always still that kid from Brooklyn. Yeah. He never forgets who he is. Like he never lets his ego and his strength and all the superpower get. He's still that simple kid from Brooklyn. And I think that's what makes it because he's just he's an everyman kind of character, but he's an everyman with powers. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And so I think that's what endures. And I mean, there's also that great quote quote in, I think it's in Avengers, in the mo- the first Avengers fic- film where he's talking to Coulson about his 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 red, white, and blue uniform. Yeah. And he's like, "Don't you think it's old fashioned?" And Coulson answers, "People just might need a little old fashioned right now." Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of also the enduring. Because when you see the shield or you see the costume, you're like, "Okay, I'm good." Yeah he'll protect me but and see that's part of why and i'm not meaning to skip ahead too much but that's part of why people had such a backlash when they had captain america go bad because captain america is him and superman are the two characters that can't skirt the line they are no No. they're so black and white you know and that's you know the big blue boy scout and captain america you have to have these characters yeah um, language well and, and well you can have a you can yeah, have a batman I mean, who can skirt the line captain america yeah can't. so does mm. wonder woman yeah i mean well All and the, the, thing with, the thing with captain you the thing is with captain america when they made him go bad it was hell hydra the other problem was is nowhere in cap's crazy well, now it's 80, but then I think it was like 70, in his 70-year history, would he ever, Mm-mm. ever have been on the side of the Nazis, on the side of Hydra, ever? I don't care right. what you do to him. He would never be that way. So in my opinion, and it's probably going to get me like blackballed by Marvel, in my opinion, the guy they handed, the, they handed him to to build this character and this arc didn't understand his character. No. No, not at all. Because if you truly understood the source material and you truly knew what your job assignment was, you never would have made Cap a Hydra spy. And I think the backpedaling that they did... Oh, it was terrible. ...to try to fix the problem... Yeah. ...made it worse. Yeah, the... So. the the in, in almost every iteration, like, from history, at some point, you see the you know, you see Cap kind of fall off when, when, right. you know, kind of like as, you know, I, I think about it as 9-11, God-fearing, you know, love our country, love the flag. There was flags everywhere, Captain America, you know, kind of thing going on. And then all of a sudden, as we kind of move away from it, 
we kind of move away from Captain America's strength and his piece, you know, of what he does. And then we try to, so at that point, they do something that, you know, it really doesn't matter that we do, but for the faithful, for the Captain America strong, those people are looking at this going, really? Hydra, Hail Hydra? Or mind control? Or murder? Like he's killed by the woman that he loves and then he's floating around the galaxy. Like, yeah. Yeah. I, I just, I, I feel like that's when they did those things in the, in the, in the low points. Mm-hmm. And then when he comes back on top, when you get Steve Rogers back, you know, everything is good. And then it's, and it's just this roller coaster. Yeah. At least that's I, uh, the way I looked when I did my research. So, I mean, I, that's. I think probably my favorite response to the hail Hydra was Chris Evans himself. Because he went on Twitter and it was it was a barrage of "Are you nuts?" I mean, it was it was pretty good oh. stuff. But I don't know what you guys and our listeners out there. I loved when they basically thumbed their nose in Endgame to this guy to the guy who oh, wrote yeah. it by doing the Hill Hydra in the elevator in Endgame because yep. that was a, literally a you. That was a you butthole moment. Yeah, it was. And we're going to make yeah. you feel it extra was. stupid. The, the yeah. look on his face when he does it, too. Like, you can kind of see that that little smirk, you know. Yeah, when that, he walks that, away. With yeah. The, the, <laughs> that so kind of, mm, you know. Like, like I would <laughs> never really, I would never really be like that. I, you could pinpoint, you could pinpoint the comic book people in the audience that I was in because we all laughed our heads off yeah and everybody yeah. was else like i don't why is that funny yeah. <laughs> i'd explain to my mom i'm like okay so there was this run <laughs> <laughs> no i i i say i think let's get let's get off of this because i don't like to give this the i don't i'm not even gonna say the no. name i don't want to give him any credit because i think that he basically spilled wine on the white carpet um Ooh, you know. very well I think that's kind of where, so let's actually, let's start talking about any research we have. Let's start with World War II era cap. This is everything pre the freeze. Classic Um, cap. Classic cap. Uh, The the comic book, the original comic book had the spandex and all that. And I liked, honestly, like towards the later end when it was more of a, like a leather armor rather than just the Mm -hmm. spandex. Um, and that that's I mean, let's be honest, that's very Claremont stuff uh, with the with the yeah. super Spanics and all that. But then they again, my my biggest go to with cap is the the costuming uh, with the red, white and blue. And uh, they've never gotten away from it. I'm yeah. so glad. OK, so let, let's let's start with the history. He uh, cap showed up before the bombing of Pearl Harbor with mm-hmm. the issue number one. When, which the, the very iconic, which I'm wearing, if you're watching on YouTube, which is uh, Captain America punching Hitler in the face. Now, yeah, that brought attention to, I mean, the, the U.S. the U.S. War Department could not have paid enough money to Marvel for making Captain America, and I don't think I don't know that they did, but that it definitely drew a lot of awareness to what was going on. So go ahead, Courtney, I I know you had some stuff on this. I think, um, um, I don't think the War Department, I think honestly what it did is, is you have to remember that Cap was created by two Jewish gentlemen. Yeah. And I think it was just, 
their response to what they were seeing that was happening in Europe. And it's like, they wanted to punch Hitler. So let's have our new superhero do it too. Yeah. And what I did read is he was originally supposed to be called super American. Oh yeah. But they decided because there were so many super people around at the time that they went with captain because there weren't that many captains in there. Yeah, that was that was the legit original was going to be super American. Super American. And they were like, eh, that's not cool. Let's go with mm-hmm. the captain. And yeah. And yep. I and let's be honest, a lot of these stories are in this era are for the kids. There's not a whole lot of deep stuff to them, except um, one thing we'll hit in just a second. But they introduced us to most of the villains we have today in the Avengers and everything else showed up in those early pre-war or world war ii era comic mm-hmm. books which i have faced really off of a lot of the villains that have, have he was a lot of the, the first one to face off with a lot of the big villains that we have kang and thanos even zemo and, and Z, yeah baron zemo of course um, red skull obviously doom. red skull he, he fought against mm-hmm. doom yeah he 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 fought fought doom before the fantastic four yeah i mean that's the thing is like cap cap did a trial run for a lot of these villains before they were these big villains that we knew them to be Mm -hmm. so and honestly that that was that's a litmus test if you can make it through captain america people will read you people will pay attention to you enough yep i think it's great (laughs) now they did give us our our first dark moment in comics and i mean it used to be Bucky Barnes dies, you know, who was not the Bucky Barnes we know now. Mm-hmm. He was a kid sidekick. Um, he was very mm-hmm. much Robin. But mm-hmm. uh, the, the death of him was, they said there's two people that can, or was two people that can never come back from comic books, Uncle Ben and Bucky Barnes. And that, and Bucky Barnes. for a lot of years, that was the absolute case. And then um, comes the Winter Soldier, but, yeah. but that, 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 that that's post World War II. But yeah. I think that that was, I think that was the first death that stuck. I think that that meant something. Even you know, even when I read the like the old omnibus and all that, I'm like, how were kids of that era handling this? You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I I don't know if if that, and I, but I think that that shaped a lot of the comics today. You know, we always talk about, you know, Dark Knight changed everything. I think the killing of Bucky Barnes changed everything in comics. Because it wasn't a happy ending. Maybe, yeah. No. Maybe. Yeah. I mean, and if you kind of, I mean, if you go back, there's there's not many older comics than, I mean, we were just talking about it. There's not many that are older than, you know, than Captain America. I mean, here's Cap coming up on 80 you know batman i think we said was older um you know but how dark was batman at the time i mean it wasn't that Mm -hmm. way we weren't getting these things now all of a sudden in this era of love america buy your buy your war bonds go to work in a steel factory making ammunition and airplanes you know we don't want to think about losing our heroes, our guys over there fighting in the fighting the good cause and punching Hitler in the face. All of a sudden, we lose 
a symbol of freedom. We lose this and we get dark really quick. Yeah. Um, one of the big things for me was, you know, when I was doing my research was how often, I mean, it seems very often that Steve Rogers gets almost, I, I don't want to, I don't want to sound wrong when I say this, but it's like, he gets tired of the role. You know, he, he kind of walks away and comes back and walks, he goes away and comes back and goes away. Cause there's so many iterations of Captain America from whatever yeah. purpose. I mean, through the entire history, it's crazy yeah. how many. And I never realized that until this, until we started talking about this show. And it was shocking to see him go away and come back and then him dying and how he died. Yeah. Just, yeah. Well, well and sometimes, sometimes he doesn't do the walking away. Sometimes yeah. he gets walked away from. Yeah. yeah, he gets walked away from. I mean, and that's that's what gives us the captain instead of Captain America. And that that's what gives us Nomad, um, yep. the man without the country. Yeah. So, I mean, yeah, I mean, he's, you know, like with Superman, Superman is Superman is Superman. You know, even mm-hmm. when he gets tired of being Superman, Superman is still Superman. Cap, when he goes through the fluctuations, when the world or the country doesn't tech he doesn't think so or they think they don't need him anymore that's when he steps away but he's still in the back doing what he does but he might not be captain america at the time so yeah absolutely so now this uh, this uh, this with captain america in in very specific order um i believe they said that what was it 40 percent of all the captain america comics that were sold went to soldiers now this is this is all the fun the fun uh, you know punch Hitler in the face you know fun stories they're gonna wind themselves up in, in twenty three <laughs> pages or thirty three pages now but go, let's let's go forward when all these soldiers went home this is when they discovered oh there's a market for adults that are reading these comics and no it's not adult content but it's it's more the themes like with Bucky Barnes and. You know, some of the stuff that they did with Red Skull was dark, you know. Well, and with Zemo, too. And Zemo. Some of the stuff they did with you know, Zemo. And everything wasn't so black and white, even World mm-hmm. War II era. But the, these people that had been reading it for a year or two overseas, and that was their their draw home, did not want to let it go. And if it's not for Captain America, I think we're still talking the funny books for kids. Yep. Yeah. We, you know, if we wouldn't have gone dark. Deserves on it. Yeah, no, if we wouldn't have gone dark uh, with with the with the loss of Bucky, I think it would still be mm-hmm. this this bubblegum kind of, you know, hey, save yeah. the day. and That's it. Nothing. You know, we got the bad guy. We put him away. I, I think once we added that little I mean, not little. I mean, it was a lot of darkness at the time. You grabbed a different audience and you propelled yeah. comics to a different level. I mean, look at us. You know, I mean, we're sharing things. You shared things with my son that I would have never thought of, you know, as a fan. Yeah. As a geek. And now we're still talking about those things today. I mean, here we're coming on 80 years of Captain America. Mm-hmm. Yeah. We all took the hook. Yeah. We took the bait and. Yeah. Haven't let go yet. Well, and what 
what's really interesting is in colleges and universities now, lots of the lots of them in the English departments, part of the curriculum, there is a class usually on the history of comic books. Yeah. Yep. Because with any literary form and and fight me all you want, people, comic books are literature because you're getting kids to read. Absolutely. Yep. So there's that. I would not have with structure any literary that I form. Yeah. yeah. With any literary form, it will evolve. So I mean that's what comic books have done over the years too. And so yeah. And I mean we we do attribute that. I mean that that comes from like you guys said, that comes from the storylines in Captain America, comes from the storylines in Superman. Those those golden age heroes, they propelled it to what it is today. Yeah. I mean, and without them. Think, think about the opening sequence of all the Marvel movies. What are we looking at? We're looking at the comic book pictures with the new actors of these, you know, of each Avenger, of each person mm-hmm. in the Marvel universe. And it's literally, it looks like a comic yeah. book. They look illustrated. Mm-hmm. And what does that do? That brings you in and says, Ooh, I'm going to get a comic book movie. And a lot of times we get a comic book movie. Like, mm-hmm. you know, if you kind of close your eyes for a second and picture thought bubbles and speaking bubbles and boom, pow, bang, you know, mm-hmm. like that's what we're getting. And I love yeah. that. Mm-hmm. I love it. Okay. Now I have one more point to make before we move on. Um, and this, cause of course, Batman did it when all the Robins kept leaving or dying. <laughs> if they put Captain on ice for a good, what, 30 years, 20 years, something like that. Yeah. I don't know yeah. the exact year. Yeah. Yeah. If 20 they years, I think so it was the 60s in, again. Instead of, um, if they, instead of putting him on ice, he went straight through, would they have replaced Bucky like they did with they, Robin? They did replace Bucky. They did? Why does no one know yeah. this guy? Um, I'm trying to think of. Oh, was that the? Girl? I saw. It was a woman. Yeah, it was a girl. Yeah. yeah, it was after Bucky's death, which um, but yeah, so. Okay, well, never mind. Replaced. My point doesn't mean anything. <laughs> but well, I mean, I think it was only it was only. It was only the time. one. Let me see if I can. Yeah, let me see if I can find it because I forgot to. Yeah, I don't have. My yeah, I mean, there was, there were, there tool. were, there were multiple Bucky's. Uh, Free Spirit, that's her name. It's Free Spirit, and then there was Golden Girl. That's who it was. He replaced her with Golden Girl. He replaced Bucky with Golden Girl when Bucky Did he died. Think of her being a friend, Estelle Getty. Yeah, uh, that was. <laughs> yeah, that would have probably been actually rad. Betty White. If it would have been role. Betty White, that would have been amazing. <laughs> Okay, in my mind, it's now Betty White. So thank you for that. <laughs> yeah, she was called Golden Girls, but it was, you know, and then we got Falcon. And then there was well, like, there the was Falcon a couple was of different never, Buckies. Yeah. Mm. Yeah, okay. Fair enough. I, I withdraw. I was wrong. So let's. I know, uh, I know what you're, I know yeah. what you're saying, though. Yeah. I know what you're saying. And I know but where you're going with it. None of them were memorable like the Robins were. Right, Only I Bucky literally had just memorable. just look up Golden Girl because yeah. I had yeah. to sit there going, I know it was a girl, but I don't and know. And that's what a pretty was. memorable name. I mean, come on. Right. Yeah. yeah. I think they, her I name was Miss. I think there was one called Spitfire too, but I can't remember. I don't remember. Yeah. Um, See. Okay. So before we go on to the post thought era, let's go on to our listener feedback. Hey. 
And now, let's see what all of our geek rock stars have to say. So for our listener feedback, we asked, why do you feel Captain America connects with so many people and continues to? So, uh, Courtney, would you like to read these for us? Because you know I ain't. No, of course I will. Um, (laughs) (laughs) So thank you, everybody who answered, because there's some really, really great answers. And if I don't read yours on air, you know the rules. It's just because I ran out of time. Sorry, doesn't mean I don't love you, because we do. So, Andy Trudell, Andy, if I say your last name wrong, please excuse me, because he fights for the little guy. He is the patriot that is always doing the right thing. He also does it with basically only his strength. He doesn't have any of the extraordinary powers like flight or laser eyes. He is what most people want to be. And that kind of reminds me of an interview Chris Evans did when they were talking about it. And he goes, I don't understand why I'm the leader because everybody else is flying around and I have to take the stairs. That's kind of the point. It's awesome. Yeah, it's funny. So Daniel Houston says, for me, it's his resolve to stand for what he believes is right, to see it through no matter how hard and challenging it gets. Our very own Tyler O'Mine says, he is the true embodiment of the word hero, all while staying humble to his roots. He is strong, not just physically, but also in character. He will not back down from a fight, nor the pursuit of justice. He lives by the by a code and does not stray from it. The best part is that kids can realistically dream of being like him when they grow up because the only unattainable power is his super strength. Cap is the best. And our very own Christina Belden says he has a code of honor that guides everything he does. He is the boy next door, the hero from the past, thrust into the future, but he still remains the same Captain America we know and love. And that's our listener feedback. And thanks, everybody. We definitely appreciate it. Now, I want to touch on something that uh, there was a word that um, I think Tyler said. I think it was Tyler that said it. Um, humility. Him being humble is what makes him everybody feels like they want Steve to be their friend. Not to, I'm not talking just comics. I'm talking you as the reader. Mm-hmm. You want to be friends with Steve because of his humility. And he's humble. He's never, he's going to be stronger than you because he took the steroids, but he's never going to hold it over your head that he's stronger than you, right. which has made for some fantastic team ups, which we'll get to after in a minute. Um, but I think the humility is such a key issue. If you guys could take one, um character point of steve what do you think is the most endearing to you uh skeeter um i'm gonna go directly to what i do for a living and um i think one of the things that hits me the hardest like when we watch you know when you watch it and he's in that museum with the captain america piece and uh he's standing there with his ball cap on you know and the little kid looks up at him and looks at the thing and looks back at him and he just kind of winks and gives him one of these. Yeah. I just think that his, just who he is. I mean, humility is. Uh, He's the opposite of a Kardashian. Uh, I just, it, it's yeah, literally it's like, that's everything about him. I can do this all day. Like, it's what, that's it's what his, makes him. 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 Yeah. It's what makes him a great foil for Tony in Civil War because Tony's 
yeah, Tony's a narcissist. Tony's a boastful narcissist. Yep. You know, boastful and, Loki. I'm sorry, bad joke. No, because he doesn't. That's have another Mjolnir. show altogether. Because he doesn't have Mjolnir. <laughs> so you know, I mean, Loki. but he, you know, I mean, he just everything that he does, like his desire to serve his country. For those of us, you know, Dub and I, Dub and I both did, and and it's a voluntary thing. His desire was beyond to to serve his country to go and fight and possibly die uh, for freedom is that's yeah. what, that's what it's all about. Like, that's the trait that I, that I always desired to have, you know? Yeah. So. Yeah. Courtney, you got anything to add on that? Um, I like his loyalty too. Yeah. That's a good I mean, one. he's, he's loyal to his country, but he's also loyal to those that he calls friend and those that he loves, you know, I mean, you can't get any better combination than the deep loyalty and the deep humility that Steve Rogers has. So. Yep. Yeah. I think this country needs to look back. We need another Both Steve sides Rogers. need to look at a Captain America again. It's important. We need yeah. a Steve Rogers. Yeah. Um, do you, th- and I know he was in one story arc. Do you think he'd be a good or bad president? Was he a president? This, this not, he was president. I know he was a police officer. Had, no, he ended up giving it up because all the world leaders wanted to try to take advantage and because he had never been a politician and something. Um, but do you think he would be a good president? I think he'd be a good senator, not a good president. I, I don't think he'd be good in politics, period. No. He wouldn't. No. Well, he wouldn't bend. He's, he, but he's, he, he wouldn't he, bend. Yeah. But he's honest and he's loyal. He's too guileless. So he yeah, couldn't be a politician. Yeah. <laughs> no, he's way he's way too guileless. I mean, he mm-hmm. doesn't. He 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 manipulates every now and then, but manipulation of his enemy is yeah. not the main you, way he takes his enemy down. Could you see that nowadays, though? If if like Captain America actually ran, well, you lied on your enlistment papers. Oh, really, dude? Oh, <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah. Well, technically, yeah, he lied five times, didn't he? <laughs> no, I mean, I I think he needs to be a soldier. I think he he could mm. be like if if a political route, you know, the uh, Joint Chiefs of Staff, you know, him him running yeah. running. He's not a tactical mind. Those aren't politicians. Yeah. That's, they made him director of Shield for a while too. Yeah, in the and comics, that, that, that but I mean, what that didn't. On that too. that yeah. didn't work. That didn't work either. So maybe he just needs because to be the guy that goes well, butt. Yeah, <laughs> let's let's be honest. As much director as we love of butt kicking, right? Like as much as we love to speculate, Steve is president, or Steve is their director of Shield, like they had him for a while. What we all really want is we want our Captain America to go out and beat up the bad guys. Oh, yeah. That'd That's be a boring, that'd be a boring comic. Otherwise. Right. Like at one time, he was a police officer, too. He went into law enforcement. And the thing yeah. is, is like, that's great, but I want him to go punch Red Skull. Yeah. That's, Captain America. That's what, I want, that's what I want my Captain America to do. You know, it's like Batman can use intrigue. And I mean, I don't mind Batman beating everybody up, too, but like, I. I, I want He's my Batman. Character. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I want my Batman to be a detective. I want my Batman to be manipulative. I want my Captain America to punch people in the face. 
punch the bad guys in the face. That's what I want. And (laughs) jump out of airplanes without it, without a parachute. Right. And jump out of airplanes. Because why not? (laughs) Okay. So let's talk the post-thaw era. Um, Yeah. I mean, in general, any guys, anything you guys want to hit on as far as the, I guess, current era. Um, I think that there's, we've had a lot more hit and miss than we had in the World War II era. Um, Because if writers don't 100% understand this character, it's wrong. In World War II, they had what? I think probably three different writers total. Yeah. So they, and they were all friends and they knew each other. And then they have to go through all the history with these current ones. And these guys don't know the character. And that's part of the issues we've had. I mean, I love modern era Cap. I mean, I love some of the things they've done. I like some of the, you know, things you don't hear about. Um, Captain America and the Shield Corps went on for a while. They were Yeah. That that was that they, that was fun. You know, they were all people with super uh, soldier serum, but they only had like a part of it. Um, and that, that was a fun little run. It's something that's forgotten, but I that was a fun run. But World um, War II era, we had there was purpose. Yeah. Like mm-hmm. they really had a lot of content to write on, to draw to build comic books as we left world war ii as we left pearl harbor as all of those things kind of transitioned and we went into this kind of i mean until korea and then vietnam and 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 that i mean we really there they were having to kind of make stuff up you know which did they do okay yeah they had a soldier Mm -hmm. without a war so what was he doing Mm -hmm. fighting crime we had people to do that. We had Batman. We had Superman. We had mm-hmm. dudes fighting the bad guys. What was mm-hmm. Steve Rogers to do if he wasn't punching Hitler in the yeah. face? Yeah. Or fighting I, the Japanese or something. I don't know. Yeah. And I think I think if you go back and you look, that's when the popularity of the character started to decline. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Because they didn't know what to do with him. And I mean, I would say even until probably until he was killed in 2007 in the civil war, you know, where Tony had to kill him. Um, I think he died before that, didn't he too? I don't know. He they died a lot. Ice, he, died a, death, but yeah. he died a lot in the bronze and the, the silver ages um, because they didn't know what to do with him. So they kept yeah. killing him and then bringing him back and killing him and bringing him back. And I think that that's where, the decline in the character really started happening. And that's why when they, it's my understanding and correct me if I'm wrong guys, cause you did some research too. And, and I don't know if I read it wrong, but it's my understanding when they killed him off in civil war, they weren't going to bring him back. That's what I heard. Um, that's they, what were I, gonna, yeah. they were, instead of just retiring the character because he wasn't as popular as he was before, they killed him off in civil war. They gave him the glorious death of fighting Tony over and that wasn't a good death over the suit what is it the superhero it's not the sokovian yeah it's not the sokovian accords like in the movie guys it was yeah thank you i couldn't remember what it was and so they were just gonna let him be dead they weren't gonna bring him back there was gonna be no more captain america that was it he was done um but there was such a backlash because people still loved him Mm -hmm. i mean his books weren't the books weren't selling the books were not selling and so they weren't making any money off of him anymore. So that's why they decided to ice him the second time. See what I did there? Yeah, see that. See what I did there? Very well played. Nice. Thank you. And so, you know, it. yeah, I mean, it was just because it, they didn't know what to do with him. 
they yeah, didn't they, it's they, like you said skeet they didn't know what to do because you know in the korean war and in the vietnam war there wasn't like this one big head guy like the nazis yeah. we and, or but, hitler but we for and, him to fight and people didn't want to be there yeah, I this mean, was a was war such, that we didn't want to have. Yeah, so there were such why? mixed feelings. Yeah, there were such mixed feelings about both of those. You know, there were people on both sides of the fence. And so they couldn't they couldn't have him do what he normally does, which is fight in a war, because that wasn't going to sell books because you're going to get people no. who didn't agree and the people who do agree. And I mean, it's just without I getting mean, too they, they, mired. You probably and, learned that in today's comedy yeah, market. Like, like, yeah, I mean, too mired in the politicism of of all that but yeah i look i look at the timeline you know and there's a lot of talk of timeline now with everything else in the world but like look at the timeline like we came out of the depression and we needed something great to kind of bring us out of the depression other than jumping into Mm -hmm. the war so we jumped right into world war ii that kind of developed us but we needed these shining lights of hope and that's what mm-hmm. Kirby and the boys gave us yeah. with Captain America was we needed to bring the love back for America. And we had this soldier, if you will, that was the shining star that this right here, you know, that big star for America to, to bring us through. And then we kind of hit that doldrum of nothing, no wars, no anything. Then Korea kind of kept this level plane. But during that time, like we had, you know, the different caps, he, he you know, with Captain, mm-hmm. you know, the first time he died and then going away and then all of the different caps in between. And people were like, who the heck is this guy? So they had to bring him back because nobody liked who they brought in. So, you know, I just think yeah. there were so many different iterations. Like, when do you get back to Steve Rogers and what do you do? Like, yeah. mm-hmm. if you had to bring somebody else in, like right now. Look what just happened with, you know, with Falcon and Winter Soldier. I mean, they brought in uh, John, help me out. Um, Walker. John yeah. Walker, which is comic book good. You know, it's it's lore. So yeah. we think about that. And okay, they did that. But then Steve comes back when Walker is the guy. Not, of course, not in Falcon and Winter Soldier, but comic book no. lore. Yeah. Steve comes back again and he's like, nah, dude. Um, he came back actually, I think I saw in in the black and red, and then they switched suits. Steve took back over his normal Captain America, and then uh a US agent took off on his own and did his own thing. Yeah. So, I mean, and once again, Red Skull's involved in that hot mess too. So mm-hmm. like we we continue to have these same villains and same things like that, which kept us, which brought us back and pushed us away at the same time. I think that, mm-hmm. that's a good way of saying that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So um, I, I think that the best stopgap would have been, and this is going to lead on to our next question. I'm going to ask you guys, I think the best stopgap would have been to have done a series, a once a month series with Captain America, instead of canceling it, instead of just letting him, Give him a once a month team up with somebody else. If you're giving the rub to another character and you're keeping the brand of Captain America as Captain mm-hmm. America. I mean, you could mm-hmm. go, he could go with the Punisher and he could stop him from doing stuff. He could go with 
with Tony and go free a village in Kazakhstan or whatever. Yeah. Yeah. So that's, I think that would have been the best stopgap they could have done. Now I'm going to ask you guys, and I'm going to answer it as well. Who is your favorite team ups with Captain America? And I have two. Um, and my, since, since I just bring this on you, my, my two that I've loved more than any else, anything else is him and Wolverine because Wolverine, uh, the only person on earth that Logan would say that he respects is Steve. And it's great to see Logan fall in line a hundred percent. And I love seeing that's the power of Steve. Yep. And that's why he's the leader. And Mm -hmm. then I want, and then I love to see him in Deadpool because Deadpool, he respects him, but he doesn't know how. Yeah. So everything is an annoyance, but Steve being the guy he is, is just like, uh-huh, uh, with the fake smile and trying to encourage him, even though he's screwing up because he's being weighed. Um, but those are my two favorite team-ups with Captain America. Who are your guys' favorite team-ups with the, in the Captain America world? Uh, let's start with Skeeter again on that one. Oh, man. Um, I'm like old guys sitting down. Oh. Right. Dad, dad noise. Dad's Sorry for that, listeners. Dad noise. Um, I, wow. I, I, I'm going to have to go right along with you. Like, I'm a Wolverine fan. I've always been a Logan fan um, since day one like i just love that and the fact that those two came together it was it was salt and pepper like i mean it was those two things together i mean that you just needed like you had this gruff external and this good boy and i needed that team up um i think the connection um connection between Steve and Sam like it's not a team up but it's uh, I think ultimately as a I mean on your left yeah Uh, for me movies really brought that into something special oh yeah yeah like way more special than ever was in the comics um was you know and that was definitely movie based for me uh more than anything I just think that their that their friendship um, that the kinship that those two had uh, from the very beginning that you could see just created right off the bat um, with the on your left uh, to the help out to talking about the, the the veteran issues and really like bringing that home mm-hmm. uh, did it for me. I, I love that. I love that team up. I love that connection. Um and I always will. I, I always will. Yeah. I was so glad when, you know, in Falcon and Winter Soldier, when you get, you know, the new cat, like in that new outfit with the red, white, and blue stars and stripes, just, oh, that, yeah. Yeah, nice. Totally. Yep. Ms. Yeah, Ms. that's Siege me. Vega. Um, I, I like everybody else's, but. I think my favorite, my first one is when he teams up with Namor. Because really? I don't remember those, but yeah. they're so oh, different. Because, was... like, half the time, Namor is a villain. Yeah. Um, 
more than and half. he's a narcissist and he's hothead and he's a lot like tony's arrogant he's worse but, than tony yeah worse. yeah but steve much like deadpool and wolverine steve manages to pull him in line so i i thought that was i i really dig that one there's a run where they team up and it's like they go back to 1942 and they're teaming up and there's the thule society and they're they got to fight the kraken and all sorts of other fun stuff um and i also like when he teams up with a black panther because you don't you don't really get it from the movies as much but what a lot of people don't understand is that when t'challa has the the power of the black panther um he has essentially the same speed and strength and endurance that steve does um so they're equally matched in that and i think they're also equally matched in loyalty and humility because t'challa is like that as well and so they make a very interesting team up you don't see that as much they don't they don't kind of come out and tell you that that's the case in say like infinity wars but when you see them running toward the um whatever those creepy things are that are trying to break through the wakandan force field they yeah. run at exactly the same pace so he Tatala's is the only one that i know of that can keep up physically with with steve and i dig that that that's an interesting thought actually i, I hadn't really thought about that before but yeah oh yeah that's awesome um now we're almost out of time so i want to hit this how do you guys feel about the passing of the mantle they constantly have tried to do it i don't think they've ever fully successfully done it however i will say this they've done a better job in the cinematic universe than they have in the comics the Mm -hmm. comics has always been a huge turd on the floor whenever they've tried to pass the mantle it doesn't work Mm -hmm. um you know, unless he's leading a team, but he still has to be there. How do you guys feel about the passing of the mantle? I, I know in the cinematic they're going to have to, but in comics, I don't think they ever really should. Because Captain, because Steve is, how do, how do I put this? Clark Kent may not, is Superman, but he's Superman. Steve Rogers is Captain America and Captain America is Steve Rogers. There is no pulling apart of the two. That's why I don't think they can really do a um, passing on the mantle. What about you, Courtney? Um, in a cinematic world, I don't mind that Sam's got it. I'm glad that they gave Sam the mantle of Captain America. Um, I know there's supposed to be four Captain America movies coming out. To be honest with you, I will be surprised if they are all Sam. Um, Probably. No, I, I keep <laughs> no, I keep hearing rumors that that Evans may actually come back. Well, um, that, that's then I'm good. I'm okay. Yeah. So I mean, I do, but I do love. I think Anthony Mackie does a really good job as Falcon, and I would like to see them expand more on him being Captain America because we really only got him as Cap in the last episode of Falcon and Winter Soldier. So I would like to see what he does with it. But I mean, I'm kind of like you. I like Steve Rogers as Captain America. Um, I, in the comics, I hated it when they gave it to Bucky because Bucky's the winter soldier. He's never going to be worthy enough to carry the shield for me. No matter how many times 
he tries to redeem himself and know how many times or how much reprogramming the Wakandans do to get him back to being a normal human being. He's still never going to be what you have to be to be Captain America. That's not disparaging Sebastian Stan, so don't come at me, girls that love him. No, it's his psychology. Yeah, that's not disparaging the character of Bucky. I love the character of Bucky Barnes. He's just not the one who should ever be Captain America, if that makes sense. (laughs) Peter, what about you? So... You know, I'm going to go with court on this one. Um, I mean, so early on, they passed it to Bucky uh, pre-Winter Soldier. And then later in the comic books, post-Winter Soldier, they give it back to him um, from the research that I saw. And then Bucky was, well, Bucky, Winter Soldier, Bucky, Captain America, Winter Soldier, Bucky was arrested by the Russians for crimes that he committed um, as the Winter Soldier and ended up dropping it. So, uh, you know, and Steve came back again um, and took up the, the the mantle again. I think the hardest part for me in any time, in any, any, any iteration giving up the mantle um, right from the beginning, we talk about, or not for this show, but when we when we're in other shows, what does the doctor tell Steve? What does the serum do? Yeah, right. Makes good better and bad worse, right? Mm-hmm. So there's Steve is good. I mean, you have to have what Steve Rogers has in the loyalty, in the humility, in all of the things. Like just to in order to be Captain America, in order for the super serum to work properly. And mm-hmm. I don't think there's anyone that you can pass that mantle to. Yeah. He pa- they pass it to Sam, you know, currently in the MCU. So, but what does Sam have? Sam doesn't have the serum. No. Sam's a normal dude that mm-hmm. has a has a suit, just like just like Iron Man, just like you know, Batman, I mean, except for he's not rich. So Mm -hmm. yeah, we have this stopgap. So honestly, in my opinion, there's no mantle passing. No one can be Captain America like Steve Rogers, super soldier serum Steve Rogers because of his genuine goodness that he has about him. Good makes great, you know, bad makes worse. Gotcha. So we're going to, um, I have one question left. We're going to ask this, answer this one quick. I know we're out of time, but I really want to get your guys' thoughts on this one. The future of Captain America. Where do you see him, either cinematic or comic books, in 10 years? Let's do this fast. And uh, I'll do, I want to do mine. I'll do mine since you guys need a second to think about it. I honestly don't have a lot of faith. Um, I've seen what the writers have been doing with Captain America and trying to, or they're, the editorial staff is letting him go down paths that the character should never go down. I don't know if we'll have Captain America in 10 years. Um, it's sad. Uh, is, I mean, he'll be, he'll still be making money in the cinematic universe, but I think the comic books, um, as much as they, you know, try to make things edgy and different cool with Captain America, the more they do it, the less people buy him. Um, so I, I hope I'm wrong, but I don't have a lot of faith 
that we'll have Captain America in 10 years and they have to ice him until we have another national yeah. issue, unfortunately. That, that's my worry. Okay, Skeeter. Well, with creativity being what it is, uh, as far as the comic book, in the comic book world, in a lot of Hollywood, um, there are some amazing writers. One of them is, um, the way I'm looking at this uh, screen is below me. Um, and, and I feel like there is some imagination in people that aren't constantly writing things and doing things. Um, but with people that are constantly writing, I think we've lost that love for the lore, for the comic book imagination that was in the 40s, that was in the 50s, that was in those times of, of the early comic books. So will we have Captain America in 10 years? No, not the Captain America that, that we need um, or that's going to keep readers uh, whole. Um, the cinematic universe, they're printing money. Um, it ain't going nowhere. <laughs> uh, unless, uh, yeah, I mean, that's what they do. I mean, the cinematic universe for Marvel is run by, and I've said it before and I'll say it again, by, you know, Mickey Soprano. And, you know, it's, it's really the reality for that is you can print money, you can make it whatever you want and whoever you want. But unless yeah. they clone Chris Evans as yeah, a young kid and bring him back, that's what it is. So I don't think concept, but yeah. Right. Courtney. Um, I think, I think barring anything amazing happening with the character in the MCU, um, I would say that the comic books are not going to, because comic book reading it's dying. is falling off anyways. It's dying anyways. Um, mm. And I, and what I mean by barring anything exciting, because I mean, we have to remember that, he cap was killed in 2007 he came back into comics in 2010 that was around the time we got chris evans as captain america and that kind of caused an upswing in his books again and so as much as i love anthony mackie and i think he's going to be a great falcon as captain america i don't think I don't think where they're going to take him in the MCU is going to be enough to juice up comic book sales. So mm -hmm. if we have, if we have a single, if he has his own book, if cap has his own book in 10 years, still, I will be surprised. Yeah. Um, I think at that point in time, he will be relegated to team ups with other characters at that point in time. But I could be wrong. And I mean, and we the thing all hope is, we are. Skeeter's right. I mean, Skeeter's right. Unless, I mean, Evans could come back now, but he's also 40. So there's going to, you know, part of the reason that he said he left is because the stunts were getting too hard for him to yeah. physically bounce back from. I mean, he threw out his shoulder during Winter Soldier. And so, I mean, you know, and that's one of the reasons that, that, Downey stepped on out too is because the guys are getting older the physically getting the it's harder to bounce back from stunts and stuff when you get older so I mean if he comes back I don't see him coming back you know to do four or five different Captain America movies he might come back as a cameo here and there but 
I think yeah. for now from the, we, from the dark side of the moon. Yeah, for now we have we have Sam, and I think Anthony Mackie will do a good job. I just do not think I don't think the Captain America character without Steve Rogers in the MCU is going to go as far as everybody thinks it's yeah. going to. Well, if that it, makes any sense, this is the issue we have with perfect casting. Exactly. Exactly. Yep. Yep. You know. And hey, and Chris Evans, if you're watching or anybody next to him, hey, give us a look up iHeartGeek.com. <laughs> <laughs> well, with that being said, hit your subscribes, hit your likes, go to the website www.iheartgeekshow.com. Use Conway Paid Extra for it. Mm-hmm. Go to our pay, go to our store, get a t-shirt, go to our Patreon, you get at least one extra episode a week. Yeah. And yeah, it, if I'm not missing anything, uh yeah. If you on your podcast things, give us a review. We will send you a sticker. And with that being said, <laughs> I'm Dub. I'm here with Courtney. I'm here with Skeeter. Keep on geeking on, guys. Language. Happy Fourth. Language. 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 Yeah, I know. You've been listening to the latest episode of the iHeart Geek Show. Make sure you visit our website at www.iheartgeekshow.com. Make sure to follow us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook. And if you check us out on YouTube, make sure to like, comment, and subscribe. And keep on geeking on to all of you geek rock stars.